So today's Amid is Daf Laman Aleph and Aleph, starting from the Mishnah Banim of Laman of Abayz, a whole new sugya. A little bit of uh, sugya, right? has really, uh, someone told me, you know, they say, Ksuvis is Shaskatan, he thinks Psachem is Shaskatan. So many sugyas has, uh, you know, Tyrus and Kachim and, and Eridea and has Nizikin and all sorts of things. Okay. Dr. Vishnu, if you have a guy that lent the Yid money, and the collateral, right, the mashkin for the money, the shibit for the money, the lien, was the chametz. The Yid has chametz, right? Yeah, you could imagine, you know, maybe an expensive chametz, right? He has a lot of. Sourdough or schnapps or face or uh, inventory of chametz, and he lends borrows money, and the chametz is the collateral. So it belongs to the yid. The guy lent him money. After Pesach, it's mutubahana. And in other words, it's considered that it belongs to a guy. Right? That's a tremendous Kiddush. Yeah, the chametz belongs to a yid. He took a loan with the chametz being the collateral, the mashkin. And it's mutabana. It's like it belongs to the guy. Right? Doesn't sound like he was mavatal the chametz. Right? Certainly didn't get rid of the chametz, right? It's mutabana. So Rashi says that the Gemara, the common Gemara, right? Rashi's a little bothered. Like. So he says, it gives us a little bit, uh, in, right? Gives a sneak preview. The Gemara says that's talking about that he actually brought the chametz to the house of the guy. As it wasn't just the collateral in the house of the Yid, right? It was a mashkin. So all this chametz ended up in the house of the guy. <coughs> and so Rashi says like this, It came the time it didn't pay him. And it wasn't missing collection. So it sounds like the time for the payment was really after Pesach. That's what it sounds like in Rashi, right? If the time was before Pesach, then it's Pashat. If he gave him the chametz in payment of the loan, so then it belongs to the guy. Like, why not, right? There it says, it wasn't yet the time. In other words, he could have redeemed the chametz. Right? It was a loan. Right? You go to a pawn shop. Right? You want to borrow money. So you give him something valuable, right? You give him your violin, and they give you $200 as a loan. So the way it works is, if you come back and pay them the loan, right? They usually charge you interest or some sort of a fee or something. They have to make some money. So you'll get back your item, right? But if it comes a time, right, that's it. It expires, and then they could keep your item, and then they could sell it, right? Maybe make more money than the loan. That's the idea. Right? So if he gave the chametz and he gave it to the guy, so even though on Pesach he still had a chance to redeem it, so that would be also very bechidish, right? Technically it's still his. But since Lamaiset came up the time and he never redeemed it, and it wasn't missing collection, right? The guy already had it, he had it in his possession. So he shows from the time he already gave it, that's already considered his. 
the time he gave it's already considered it is. Okay. Yisrael Shehuva as Nachri al Chemsay Achah Pesach. The opposite way. Let's say the Yid is lending the money, the guy owns the Chametz, and now it's after Pesach. So Rashi says also, he gave it already, he gave it, right? He, he gave it, put it into the Yid's possession, and then it came the time it didn't pay it. So from the time that he, here, here he says, interesting, from the time he lent it. Right, the Rashi before this had said Misha Shehinu Etzle Havadi Day from the time that he uh, and here he says Mahusha the Eisve from the time that he lent it. Shalos, why did Rashi change it? Presumably, it's all the same time. The time that he lent the money, that's the time where he gave the Mashkin. In other words, it's Al Chemtzei means right. Yeah, you see, usually when when it's dealing with Metalplum, it's a little bit hard to make a Shibud if you're not actually giving it to him, right? How, how are you going to enforce the Shibud? Right? Okay, but that's how Rashi explains the Mishnah. Right? So, so, so right though, even with the Rina Atzla, it's a big Kiddush, that when you borrow money, and you give a Mashkin, if you don't end up paying the money, and the Mashkin ends up belonging to the person who lent the money, and the Mashkin was in his possession, so from the time it was in his possession, or from the time he lent the money, it's considered to be his. And the Gabi Pesach, if it's the guy that lent the money, so the Chametz is considered to be the guy's and it's Mutabana. If it's the Yid that lent the money, so the Chametz is considered to be the Yid's and it's Asabana. Yeah, Lachayra. Lachayra, we have a Bayra. Yeah, why did it only say in this case? I'm not sure. Lachayra. Okay. Itmar. So now the Gemara starts to seek it. Baal Chayv. Baal Chayv. Rashi says, Ha'mal v'schavei v'shibud lo'y nechasav, sh'mlayef v'lechad yayim p'layni gavav m'nechsei. The Giz ma'am Let's say somebody lends someone money. And he says, the nechasav am a shubit for this loan. Right? Normally we're dealing with karka. You lend someone money, and you have the karka that's m'shubit to the loan. So Baal Chayv. Abaya o'ma l'mafreya hu gaiva. Abaya says that when he collects the karka, it's considered like he owned the karka from the very beginning. I'm afraid you gave him. It's a shibut. Right? It's a shibut. It's a lien. Right? So, it's considered to be that you own the karka already from before. Right? Because a shibut is like a Kenyan. Well, it depends what happens in the end. If he pays back the loan and money, so then he never really got the karka. So even though it was Meshubit, but it's not considered to have, to have ever been his. But if he does collect from the karka, so he considered Ki'ilu, he owned the karka the entire time. That's what Abayi says. L'mafreya who gave him. His collection works from the time of the loan. When you make a shibud. As a shibud, is midli talivikai. Right? The shibud is, it depends. If it's, if you don't end up collecting, so then it's not yours, but if you end up collecting, it was yours from the very beginning. And Shalas, why isn't it like Brera? And particularly, and it's not necessarily, and it's a question, is it necessarily when you made an apaitigi, a shibut on a specific karka? Well, let's say it was a general shibut. So which karka was yours from the beginning? You didn't know which one you're going to take. You took one of several. So why isn't there an issue of Brera? Okay, fine. 
That's what Abayi says. The Mefrei who gave him. The Rav Amay. Rav says no. We can't allow Rav who gave him. No, it's not considered yours. It's considered yours from the time you actually collected it. But before you possessed it, it's not considered yours. Can't allow Rav who gave him. So Gemara says like this. Kalecha the Akdish Leva Vizavan Leva. Let's say you have a Shibud. And before he had a chance to collect the karka, the leva went and was makdashit. Or he sold it. So maybe you'll say that's the machlekes, right? Abayi says, the who gave it. Abayi says, okay, you were makdashit, you sold it. I'm going to take it away from hektish or from your lekech, and the mafreyu belonged to me. And what would Rav say? No, you can't, because it's not yours. But everyone agrees you could. Everyone agrees that in that case, the Malva could come and collect it from the Lekech, and even from Hektish. He could be paid there from Hektish. The Tanan, because the Mishnah says, Moisif a dinar, you add one dinar, you paid this in the Chasim, and you paid it in the Chasim. So if you have Karkas Meshubit to you, and he's Makdashit, so the Mishnah says you could give one dinar, much less than the value of the thing, and be paid it. And you could, you could collect your chiv. And Rashi says the only reason why you give a dinar is to bring something to my It's only because there are one and Really, it never really belongs to hektish because it's mashubit. You can't give hektish something which is mashubit. So Rashi brings down a Gemara. Hektish chametz v'shichur mafkiim midei shibut. There's a gemara that hektish chametz and shichur are mafkiim midei shibut. In other words, something's meshubit to someone and he's makdishit, or it's chametz bepesach. Right? I guess maybe it's meshubit to a guy and it becomes chametz bepesach, or a slave is meshubit to someone and you free the slave. It's mafkiim midei shibut, so the guy loses out. Why? Because that's it. It, it, uh, it happened, you know, the hektish happened, the chametz happened, the shekhar happened, it's mafkim deshibit. Sa'akam here was saying that when he's makdashit, he could collect it from hektish. So Rashi says, that's from a kedushas aguf. Kedushas aguf doesn't follow the mominus, even though it's mashubit to you. But if he's makdashit, that's it. That's mafkim deshibit. Mashek and kedushas damim. So Pasha's Tepshat is like this, because Kedusha's Damim, Hektish has a right to it like as if they would have bought it. And Kedusha's Aguf is a Chalais Isser. You make a Chalais Isser, that's it. This Mefkim and Deshiva, what are you going to do? It's Asr, nothing you can do. But Kedusha's Damim is not a Chalais Isser. Kedusha's Damim is a Mammon. Hektish owns it. But Hektish doesn't have more rights to it than if they would have been a regular buyer. And there, my shibit's first. You can't sell it if it's meshubit to me. I could take it from the lekech, who then I could take it from the hektish. That's Pashib Shad how you learn. Problem is, there's a Rashi before that's a little bit schwer, because Rashi says here, right? Hechid the hektish leiva v'zavon leiva kulam pligi. Rashi and Amin Aleph kulam pligi. Rashi says like this: Kulam pligi. I feel the Rav Adam anach shafayi b'shus leiva. Even according to Rav, it says that till now it's b'shus leiva. 
right? He's made that when you sell it, or when you maktish it, it doesn't go. So Pashas, you would say, what's the reason why? Okay, you sold it, you will maktish it, but my shibut comes before, my shibut overrides the sale. In other words, I'm able to take it away because it's mishubit to me. I'm like the Lekeach region, even though I don't own it, but the shibut alone is enough. The Rashi says, fine, because it's already Meshubat Amava. Avagav Rashi says, the Banam of Amun Aleph. So Rashi says, the reason why you can't sell it in Maktish is because it's called Enei Bishusai. But that's a little schwer. That's not the Vart. If it's Enei Bishusai, that shouldn't work for Kedusha Seguf either. Right? If it's Eid B'Shusay, it shouldn't work even if he doesn't collect it. L'chari Nevart is because, yes, you could sell it, but I could take it back because my Shibud comes first. That's the idea of Shibud. I have a schus to get it even from the Lekech. Alright, a Ashi which needs some beer. Fine. But anyway, so back to the Gemara, right? The Gemara says, the Balchayi Vabaya says, when he collects it, sack it was from the very beginning, and Rabbi says no, he gets it from the time that he collects it. Now, if the loiva is the one that sold it, or was makdashit, everyone agrees that the malva could take it. Even if you hold the malva, because it's mushubitim, it's mushubitim, so he could take it. Even from hektish, as long as his kedush is damim, he could take it. Keep ligi, the zavin malva, the kaddish malva. What's the machlekes of Bayin Rabbi? Where does it come out of practical afkamina? Let's say somebody lends someone money and the fields are Meshubit. And before he got to collecting it, he says, I want to sell this field to somebody. Or I want to be Makdish the field. And after he collects it, he changes his mind. He says, no. I sold you the field, but I changed my mind. I want to retract the sale. What do you mean? It's binding. It's not binding. It wasn't mine at the time. Right? I didn't collect it yet. So I sold you something which didn't yet belong to me. So therefore, I don't have to honor my sale or my hektish. So, Abayah says, no, Abayah says, my who gave him. No, Abayah says, it is considered yours at the whole time. You go back, it's a retroactive collection. Cave in the mud, there's Zimna Vilei since it reaches the time and he didn't pay, the Glory Muslim, the So you see that originally it's considered it was Bishus, Vishapur Akdish, Vishapur Zavin. And that's a good hektish, a good sale. So it's considered, considered like it belongs to the malva from the very beginning. And if the malva sold it or was maktish it, it's valid. And he can't be chayzer. The rava amar, no, mikana laba ugeifa. The gviya is only mikana laba. Kevin de ilu hava lezuzi hava masalak lebezuzi. Since the person had an option, right, it didn't have to belong to the malva. If he would have paid him back, he has no claim on the field. He only has a claim on the field if he doesn't pay him back, if you don't have money. So he'd be in the right. right? You don't own it, you lend me money. If I pay you back the money, fine. If I don't pay you back the money, then you collect it. So then Ishtakach, you see the hashtakakani that he's kind of now, and any sale or hektish he did beforehand wouldn't be valid. He wouldn't be mechayiv to uh, honor it. Okay, that's a machlekes. Right? Well, of course, we'll see, we're going to get to the Mishnah. But right now we're dealing with karka. Abaya says that when karka is meshubed to you, if you end up being collecting the karka, it's considered like it was yours from the very beginning. 
and any hekdish or sale you made on it, the malva made on it, is going to be valid? And Rav says, no. If, even if you collect it, it's considered yours only from then. If you sold it or umaktish, it doesn't work. Everyone agrees that if the leifah sold them was makdishit, your shibud overrides that. Everyone agrees to that. Right? Pashas, because even if it's not yours, but it's mishubit to you. So you have a schus gevayna from the hektish or from the right leifah. Like we said, Rashi threw in a thing that it was ainer b'shusay. That's why his sale wasn't valid. Right? It was called ainer b'shusay. A little bit schwer. If it's ainer b'shusay, see if it was a good shouldn't work. See, it's interesting also, the Gemara didn't make a chilek, who gets the payers. Kibshutai, when you lend somebody money, and the character is Meshubit, the, 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 what's it called, the Leiva, still eats the payers. Until you, right? That's true according to Avaya, it doesn't say clearly, right? It just says that his, his sale was good. That's why some people say, even according to Avaya, it's not mamish, not mamish belongs to you. It's, uh, it's like a Kenyan Shibud, it's like a Chatsi Kenyan, whatever it is. It's like a Kenyan Aguf, maybe, instead of a Kenyan Paris. That's a Shail exactly how to understand according to Avaya. Because otherwise, the Gemara could have said more simply, questions is, he have to give you all the Paris that he ate till, uh, till that time. Right? He says, that doesn't sound like it. Okay. According to the Bible, would he be over a Baal of Mural during the time? Right, so that's the Shah. So going to bring in. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it should be talking. So Did Rav say, Baal Mikan al Baal Gaivim? Va'amir Rami Ba'chama. Rami Ba'chama said the following halacha. Okay, and that's a little complicated. Ruvain, Shemacha Sadal Shimon Ba'chrais. Ruvain went. And he sold his field to Shimon. And Bachrayis means that the rule is, in case Ruvain's Balchayv is Gaiva the field, in case Ruvain, Ruvain maybe owes money to somebody else, not to Shimon, right? In case Ruvain owes money, in case Ruvain's Malva takes away the field, so then Ruvain will have to pay back the money to Shimon, right? That's Achrayis, right? So Ruvain Ruvain sold the field to Shimon and the rule was in case Ruvain's Malva takes the field, Ruvain's gonna have to pay Shimon back. Now the problem was Shimon never paid for the field. What happened was is that Shimon didn't pay for the field right away. So Shimon says, you know something? I'm gonna make a loan document, right? I'm gonna make a star and that's going to be the, for the value of the field, right? Let's assign the field the value, right? The field, the field is worth $10,000, right? Ruvain sells it to Shimon. Now the field belongs to Shimon. Shimon owes Ruvain $10,000. Okay? And Zagavol Milva. So Shimon has a loan, $10,000. Now, Ruvain happens to owe somebody $10,000. Happens to owe someone $10,000. And this field is part of the shibut, and it's part of the deal. Then, in case that guy that Reuven owes ten thousand dollars to will go and take away this field, so now Reuven will have to pay the ten thousand dollars to Shimon. Okay, so far so good. Now, where's Reuven? Now, Reuven dies. For us, about the Reuven. And now the the Malva of Ruvain, the Bachaiva of Ruvain came, Vitaya Flame Shimon. 
So he comes to Shimon and he says, our uh, departed friend Ruvain, who's no longer alive, owed me $10,000. He never paid me back. I have no choice but to collect from the property. I understand you bought this property, feel bad about it, but uh, I have to collect my money. So Shimon said, okay, I'll tell you what, I like this field. I'll give you the $10,000 money, and you'll, you'll get your loan back, and everyone will be even. Right? Why do you have to go and collect the field and that? I'll give you money. So Ruben Zbalchayv was agreeable. Right? So, so far so good. So now, I would think, right? This is where coming to tell you tremendous goodish, right? But I would think, okay, so we're all even, right? All's well, that ends well, because don't forget Shimon never paid for the field. So now he pays his $10,000 to Ruvain's Malchayiv, and now uh, everything's fine. So he says, no. Do you know who the halacha is that, right? Uh, maybe he, he's saying the word dinahu, because maybe he didn't think it was like a lefnimish or didn't. You know, maybe this doesn't sound so fair, but that sometimes comes out. But dinahu, the asubnei Ruvain v'amalil l'shemin, that the children of Ruvain could tell Shemin the following. And then, we, we never received karka from, uh, from my father, right? So, we don't have to pay you back your, the money for that Christ. Right? Now, let's say Shimon would have paid for the field. But the Yusayimim never would have received karka from their father. The rule is like this. If somebody owes money and he dies, so his karka is still mashubit. Any karka he has is still mashubit. So whatever, whoever could get karka from his estate could get it. But any metaltum is not mashubit. On the other hand, if people owe him money, they have to pay as you say, they have to pay as Yerushim, right? So the Yerushim are in a little bit of an advantage. If they weren't Yerush Karka, they don't have to pay back any of his debts. But on the other hand, the debts that are owed to him, right, they could collect. Right? They're the Yerushim. Okay. So they want to tell Shimon like this. Shimon, we don't owe you any money for the Achrais. Because that's metantal, right? We never uh, received karka from our father, right? The idea that we should owe you money, metantal the asmalimishdam. The father would have owed you money, ten thousand dollars, because the field was taken away, but we don't owe you the money. On the other hand, you owe us money, right? So you owe us money. So you still have to pay the $10,000 you owe my father for the field, even though you paid money for the Baal Right? Taisa says, who would then if he wouldn't have paid money? Who would then if the Baal would have taken the field? It would be the same thing. Right? Right? The Baal Bezuzi Taisa was just the Rabusa. I mean, the same thing. So you're really out, right? Not only did you lose the field, and there's no way you could get it back because the achrayis was, we don't have to pay it because metal to the asulay but on the other hand, you still have to pay us money. 
said, what do you mean? But I paid him the money. No, that's a different thing. You paid him the money because that was for the karka. Right? So he's going to get the karka because our father's karka is meshubit. Mashiach came to get money from us. You can't. Because we, um, right? Because we don't know. So you still have to pay us the $10,000. And Rabbi Chama says, that's a din. That's the halacha. Okay, Rabbi Chama says the Gaval de Gechidish, right? Gaval de the Rav says, no, we have a way out. If Shimon's smart, he'll give them karka. What will he do? He'll say, you know, I owe you $10,000? Okay, here's $10,000 worth of karka. Right? Okay. Oh, now you have karka. Oh, so now you owe me $10,000, and now it's not Metaltum anymore. Now you have Karka. I gave you the Karka. So, now we can get it back. The Amr of Nachman, because of Nachman said, You say, Mishagav, Karka, Bechayi, Vesevim, Baal Chayiv, Chayiv, Vegayi, Vaisimahed. Now, Nachman says like this, if you have Yusayimim, like we said, they, their father owes somebody money, and people owe their father money. So the person that the father owed money to, he comes to the Yusayimim, can I have the money? I'm sorry, I don't have any karka, and metaltem not meshubit. So now there's another guy that owed their father money. So Rav Nachman said, in case they collect karka, so now, oh, now you do have karka. Oh, I have karka. So the Balchayif could go and be gaiva. So that's what Rav had said about Rav Bachamah's halacha, right? Here, Shimon's in a really unfair situation. He has to pay for a field which there was a chrais, but the chrais he can't collect because Matal Tali asked me. On the other hand, he still has to pay. Very good, Eitzah. Pay him karka. And then you'll collect, right? If, right? It's just, in this situation where both you owe money and you're owed money, right? That's how the situation ended up. You owe money, but on the other hand, he owes you money, right? And the debts didn't cancel out because they didn't really come to fruition until then, right? So you owe the money. That's even if I don't have karka, right? I only owe you money if I have karka. Good. So if I owe money, so I'll give you karka for the money. And now you have karka. Now I can take it back, just like, just like the balchayiv that gave him the money. He could go take it back. So. The Gemara challenges this halacha. Right? Rav apparently holds of this halacha that if you say him, so that becomes part of their father's estate, and a balchayv could be gaiva. Why is that true? Why don't we say this car can never belong to the father? This car can never belong to the father. Why is it true that if I'm gaiva karka b'chayv sevim, the balchayv is kaisa v'gaiva? Any karka that belonged to the father's meshubit, and the Yusayimim are going to have to give the karka. This karka, right? let's say Yusayimim buy karka. Their father leaves them metaltalim. Their father didn't leave them any karka. He left them money, and he took money and they bought karka. Could the Bachayib gave it a karka? No. That karka never belonged to the father. That's it. The Chayib is gone. What could you do? Right? So, if they were gave the karka b'chayv v'savim, why isn't that considered just like they bought karka? Elamai, iyam et b'shleim l'mafreyu gave. If you say that any time you collect karka in a chayv, it's ki'ilu you had the karka the whole time, it's a very pashit. 
That's why you could collect it again from them. The command the governor because it's as if it was collected from the time the father was alive. Because since his character was Meshubit, and a Shibit is like a Kenyan, any time the Shibit comes to fruition ends up with a Gvi, even though the father is no longer alive, he had it the whole time. So now it's part of the father's estate. So now the the, the Shibit is going to be chal on that. But if you're going to say, Why do you collect it from them? It should be like they bought the chasim. If they bought the chasim after their father died, that doesn't become a shibit to the balchayv. So here's the Gemara's cash. Rav says, that even though it was Meshubin, it's only considered your karka from the time you got it. So how come Rava holds Yisaymim Shagavu karka b'chayvah sa'viyam b'chayv chayzah v'gayvah mehem that Yisaymim that collected karka for the father's chayv that becomes part of the father's estate and now the Malva could collect that karka Fyola Mephayv v'gayvah is very good goes back to the Fyola Mephayv v'gayvah so why is that true? Right? So that's the kasha. Ravos Mikanal Bogaiva. So why does he hold this halacha? So the Gemara says, no, Shani Hasam, the Amaluhu, there it's different. Because the person, the Bachayv that's collecting, could tell the Yusaymim, Kihechadim Nishtab the Leila Avuchayim, just like this Karko's Meshubah to your father. So your father, meaning you, have a right to collect it because of the Shibut. But Mishtab the Nami Labachayv the Avuchayim. Not that it actually belonged to your father, but it was meshubit to your father, right? That alone could make it meshubit to me. If it's meshubit to your father, and your father's nechasim are meshubit to me, so that makes it ke'ilu is directly meshubit to me. Why? There's a famous thing called shibud der Rav Nassim said the following halacha. The Tanya, the Tanya Rabbi Nassim said, Rav Nassim, If Ruvain owes Shimon a hundred dollars, and Shimon owes Levi a hundred dollars, so minayin shemetzian mizeh v'neislu mizeh. How do you know? So Levi comes and he comes straight to Ruvain, and he says, "You have to pay me a hundred dollars." Ruvain said, "I have to pay you anything." I owe it to Shimon, not to you. Rav Nassim says, no. You have to pay it to Levi. If Levi comes to you to a dinner, you have to pay it to him. Right? Say, no, I don't want to pay it to him. I don't pay it to you. I owe it to Shimon. Shimon, I know, is a nice guy. He's not going to collect the money. Right? Shimon owes you money. Go to Shimon. He doesn't want to go to Shimon. He wants to come to me. Rav Nassim says, that's his right. If, whether you owe money to, if they owe money to someone else, you have to pay directly to them. If they ask, because it says you have to give it. It's actually pasuk. You have to give it to the one you owe. It doesn't say to the one that you borrowed from. It says you want the one that you ultimately owe. If you owe it to someone who owes to someone, that's lasher ashamloi. That's what Rabbi Nassim says. So here also, the din of kark of Yisayim Shigavu kark of Achayvus Avim Achayv Chayzav Agayvus Temehen, and its application to the case of the Shimon that bought the field by Achrayis, is a pshat like this. It's not 
It's not like the mace ever owned that karka. But since that karka was Meshubit to him, that's why he's collecting. And his Nechasim are Meshubit to his Balchayif. So included in the Shibit is Balchayif are the things that are Meshubit to him. So the Balchayif has considered to have a Shibud with Shibudu the Rabnasan on that karka. So if he ever collects it, the Balchayif is able to. To get it. It would sound like even if you didn't collect it, come dice, right? That's what it would sound like, right? It's interesting. Right? It would sound like even if you didn't collect it, right? It's Meshubitim. He should be able to, uh, he should be able to go. Let's say you have, um, right? The, 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 someone owed him money and he, and he died and he didn't have any character. But there's a fellow that owed the Right, and owed him money, that owed the mace money, and has karaka. So could he go directly to that fellow and get the karaka? Maybe. Maybe there was a bishbuddha there of nothing. Right? So I don't know about if, if they were gave it. Taz says if he paid the money, then it'll be too late. If he paid the money, so the sheep has gone. But if he, if he paid him karaka, so the sheep is still considered to be there with the karaka. That's the pshat. Okay. So that's the machlaikas. Of Balchayiv l'mafreyu gaiva mikanol abo gaiva, and and um, that's the Gemara of uh, right. That's the Gemara's discussion about Rava. So now the Gemara gets to the Mishnah. Tanan nochi shelvus yisrael chemtzei acher pesach muda bahana. A guy that lent money to a yid for the yid's chametz was the mashkin after pesach muda bahana. Iam bishleim l'mafreyu gaiva. If you say lemefreu goyva amdulachim mutalana, that's why it's mutabana, because once he collects it, so lemefreu was always his, so it always belonged to the guy. Aliyam mikano lebaul goyva, but if you say mikano lebaul goyva, my mutabana. Why is it mutabana? But the shoes of the Israel have a kai. It was it was b'shus of the Israel. He didn't collect it yet. So my answers, like Rashi said in the Mishnah, achamay eskina and kesherhinu etzli. We're talking about when it's Hihinu Etzli, when he gave it to the house of the of the guy. Right? So Mamela, since he had it as a mashkin, so then it is considered his. Right? That's what Ashi said in the Mishnah. Then you would say, even according to Rava. When he already actually had it in his house, it wasn't Machusagavaina. So then you say, even according to Rava. And we'll see more about it in the next year. Okay.